Welcome back to the Asian Conservative Perspective. I'm your host, Jamil Gabriel. So we have quite a little bit to talk about, and I this is this is the most hilarious thing. First, I'm going to talk about debunking what Gavin Newsom said back in uh, – so a few days ago, Gavin Newsom and Ron DeSantis' uh, debate. The debate was, the debate was good. I, I thought um, Ron DeSantis won by quite a long shot. I thought Gavin Newsom was going to edge it out a little bit because Gavin Newsom is a little snake. He, uh, that's how he was reelected again. Okay, he was facing, uh, he was facing termination, or you know, getting voted out, and he managed to hold on by just a thread. And it's because he he's he's a snake. I mean, you got to realize that this dude is Nancy Pelosi's nephew. So I knew that. He might edge out just a tiny bit, but Ron DeSantis whooped him. And the reason he whooped him was because he brought facts with him. I mean, all Gavin Newsom started to do once he was presented with the facts, Gavin Newsom just said, well, you're racist. You're, you're racist. You're a bigot. You're racist. You're racist. That, that, that's what it ended up turning into. Like, all of a sudden, there was one scene where, you know, Ron DeSantis pulls out a map of people's feces on the street of San Francisco. And he says, this is the street of the, uh, San Francisco. And Gavin just laughs. And then he's like, well, you know, this this was supposed to be cleaned up and all this other stuff. I don't even think he said that. But he, I think at one point he, I do know at one point, Gavin starts, um, starts talking about like, Ron DeSantis says Kamala or Kamala or I don't know. And he's like, it is Miss, Mrs. Kamala Harris, Madam Vice President to you, sir. Madam Vice President. You will speak her name as Madam Vice President. And I'm sitting there like, who gives a shit? Okay, tomato, tomato. We call it a Joe Biden, Dementia Joe. And then uh, Krispy Kreme over there, Chris Christie calls Donald Donald Duck. Uh, I mean... And he actually just used her name. So who the, who the who the cares? Okay? If it's mispronounced. But Gavin's like, you know, he wants to like, you know, suck up to the uh, Democratic Party. Because he's a Democratic shill. And I'm going to talk a little bit more about this. But I found this article hilarious. Okay? So we know, besides the polls, that Trump is winning. We, we know Trump is winning because Democrats are freaking the freak out, okay? I, I already mentioned um, on Thanksgiving that they came up with, like, arguments to counter the Thanksgiving, you know, narrative. But this is even more stupendous. This is more stupid. It's, like, hilarious. It's great. So they come up with rules or what Donald Trump plans to do if he was elected president. And of course, they put like a backspin on it to make it sound like it's evil. And it actually sounds really good. Okay. So I'm going to list off a couple things. Okay. Donald Trump plans to fire um, majority of generals that don't listen to him. Well, well, okay. Are they supposed to listen? He is the commander-in-chief. I mean, that that's the point, okay? He's also, they're also supposed to be advisors, but he is ultimately in charge, right? The president has that. And it says, under the subsection, it says, um, any general that is causing the, causing the 
recruiting crisis will be terminated from the position. Well, well, gee, I think that's that solves the issue, right? I mean, we're we have generals talking about trans rights and stuff instead of you know upgrading our military to actually fight in a war. I mean, do you have to look at Rachel Levine? I know she's an admiral, but that's what you care about. We want we want people like Rommel. Okay, I know Rommel was a Nazi, but he was one of the good Nazis. The fact that he tried killing Hitler, you know, really speaks volume. So people like Rommel, he like Eisenhower, people like um, MacArthur. I mean, these are the generals, General Grant, General. Let's see, General Washington. Those are the generals we want. Okay, we want that kind of general. We want that kind of leadership because those are the leaders that were actually there. They were actually fighting. Those generals and admirals, sign me up, all right? Here's another one. Donald Trump will um, secure the border and enforce mass deportation. Well, well, <laughs> I mean, this can't even get any better. I, I, I mean, we... <coughs> <coughs> Sorry, we have 14 million illegal immigrants coming over, okay? We can't fit them. In fact, New York City has just took away five, did a 5% pay cut to police officers to fund the, mig- the immigrant crisis, okay? And now you're complaining, well, Donald Trump's going to cause mass deportation. Well, good. Send them back. Send them all back. Okay, they came here illegally, let them come in, okay? And now the illegal immigrants are complaining because they don't get to stay at the Ritz-Carlton. This is actually a true story, okay? So they were in New York City. Um, I forgot what um, street, what it was called, but it's somewhere in Manhattan, the, the rich district, okay? District where houses cost and hotels cost hundreds of thousands of dollars, okay, to millions, they were staying there. They were staying there for free on the, the government's dime, okay? On the taxpayer's dime, they were staying there. And eventually, they were messing things up in those hotels, like the Ritz-Carlton. The Ritz-Carlton said, okay, dude, I, I can't have these guys stay because these illegal immigrants are bringing in their own, you know, Bunsen burners and hot plates. And I have a story about hot plates. Don't get me started. But they were bringing their own hot plates because they want to cook their Hispanic food. They don't want to eat the food that the Ritz-Carlton is producing. They want to eat their Hispanic food like rice and beans. You know, those are the staples of their diet. And that's what they want to bring. So they bring in these in and they're causing fires. And the Ritz-Carlton's like, no, no, you know what? Send them out. Send them away. Go away from this place. Okay? So... They go up to, so um, Eric Adams creates this big um, migration tent, okay? Like what you see in Scarface, you know, the 1980s version with Al Pacino. He builds this tent, and all of a sudden the illegal immigrants are like, no, send us back to the hotel. We were, we're not staying here. This is ridiculous. We, we deserve, we deserve to stay at the Ritz-Carlton. We do not deserve to stay in this migration. I thought you came here for asylum, right? Isn't that what you said? You came here for asylum because your old country is so bad that you came to America for asylum, 
okay? You came there for asylum. And these immigrants are like, well, I, I want to go somewhere warm like Florida. It's like, and you think Florida's going to take you? Ron DeSantis is like locking that, that down with like an iron fist. He's not going to accept you, okay? Greg Adams or Greg Abbott, do you think he's going to accept you? He's sending you away. He doesn't want you in Texas either. But, but yeah, they were all complaining that they couldn't stay in these migrant tents. So they actually got bussed back and Ritz-Carlton locked their doors. They locked their doors so that way they couldn't go in into the hotels and back to their room. And so now they're sleeping outside. And, of course, if you're everywhere from the northeast or anywhere north, you know it gets super cold. It gets super cold, and that's what I was talking about. Then they wanted a bus to go to Florida. They're like, well, Florida will take us. We'll stay in Florida. Hell no. That's why I believe Trump. Mass deportation. Get them the hell out of here. Go away. See ya. Au revoir. You should have came here legally, okay? I've always expressed this. I came here legally. I did the citizenship test. Okay, there is no reason, no reason whatsoever why you can't do the citizenship test. So, I mean, it, it was it's it's hilarious that this um, article saying and and this article says that it's a group of um, a group of professors and all this other stuff that compiled what's going to happen if Donald Trump goes into office. Okay, another thing, Donald Trump gets into office. Okay. He's going to fire, it says fire, he's going to fire the majority of politicians. Yeah, I think we need that. I think we need that. A lot of different issues, all right? I think the VA got a lot better when you started to allow the termination of people, okay? The termination of people is what caused the VA to be better. And Donald Trump wants more of that? Hell yeah, okay? Getting rid of stupid departments that make no sense, okay? There's some departments like the EPA, the FDA, those those are important, okay? But departments that make absolutely no sense, okay? And you can look up a whole list. There's there's a bunch of them. Like they spent like $100,000 on seeing if, you know, chickens can mate with other animals, not just chickens. Like this was the thing. And, and what really happens is they use these taxpayer money to fit it into politicians' pockets. This is how it works, okay? The American system is corrupt. I mean, all government systems are corrupt, okay? But the American system is definitely corrupt, okay? And this is the best one. This is the best one. Donald Trump will install a constitutional amendment for term limits. Okay? <laughs> Where do I sign up? You should give me my ballot right now. Let me circle in Donald Trump right now. I will do it right now. Term limits for congressmen and senators? Hell to the yes. Hell yeah. Give me Donald Trump right now. All they had to do was say he will give term limits. And it's funny and it says he will... He will instill term limits to people that have been in office for years and years and serving the American people. I don't care what they're serving. They need to get the hell out of here. Get out. You are not to belong. Nancy Pelosi has been in office for like 80 freaking years. Send her out of here. Get out of here. Goodbye. Okay? Give me, give it to me. Give me the, give me the ballot right now. I, I will sign right now. Okay? I will sign right now. 
I mean, this is ridiculous. But now we know that Donald Trump is winning because they're trying to find everything. They're trying to find anything to try to make him unappealing. And yet it's just making him stronger. I mean, the ridiculousness of saying, oh, he wants to install term limits is a bad thing. Okay? He wants to install term limits is a bad thing. No, no, that's, that is an A-plus idea. I, I mean, that's like saying, oh, we're going to prosecute thieves, okay, to the fullest extent. Yes, yes, do that, okay? You're going to prosecute thieves to the fullest extent of the law? I mean, who doesn't want that, okay? And, of course, you have, you know, the mainstream liberal media that's coming out and, you know, says stupid things like, but but he's going to cause an insurrection. He won't get a. He won't go away from power. He's showed us that he he's willing to leave power. He showed us, okay. He showed us. He didn't cause any insurrection. It was a riot. He showed us that he left power. He left power quietly, didn't he? Not okay. He threw a fit about it. Sure. He believes that he won, but did he stay in? Did he say, I'm going to install martial law, take 80 million followers or 77 million followers and barricade themselves at the White House saying if, you know, to fight back? Did he say that? No. He he left peacefully. He he left on his own terms, okay? They didn't kick him out. They didn't, you know, jail him. They just said, okay, go, bye. And that was it. So this this idea and this you know it's ridiculous that Donald Trump's gonna hold on to power like he's this dictator. However, you know who is a dictator? The Democratic Party. They have shown us constantly that they are willing to be dictators. Okay, about this democracy. Yesterday, the Florida Democratic Party decided to not put anyone else's name on the ballot besides Joe Biden. So they're not having a primary. Joe Biden will win by default. Okay? He is his name is the only one on the ballot. His name's gonna be the only one on the Democratic ballot for the primaries. Okay? How democratic is that? You have numerous people. Now, you know, Chuck Iger wants to run. He says he's running, but he's not even an American citizen. Or no, sorry, he wasn't naturalized citizen. And he believes that it's perfectly fine, but that's neither here nor there. It's just funny that Chenk Geiger thinks he's going to run for president. But um, you have a lot of different people running for president, okay? You have a lot of different people. You have Jill Stein. Um, she's running again. You have the Kennedy, um, what, Robert Kennedy Jr., I believe. Or is it John F. Kennedy Jr.? I don't remember. I think it's Robert Kennedy. Robert Kennedy is running for office. Chenk is running for um, office. Um, there's another Democrat. He's mad. And, you know, the Democrat said, well, screw you, man. Screw you. And I, I just love that they're like, well, how are they going to call themselves a Democratic Party when they're not Democratic and not letting the people choose? This was your Democratic Party. This is what it was. Okay. This is what it was. And I find it hilarious that the Chicago mayor, mayor Brandon Johnson, comes out and talking about the immigrants and stuff, and talking about all this other stuff, he goes, well, this the Republican Party is anti-democratic. This is the people that are still mad about us getting rid of slaves. I'm sorry, who was Abraham Lincoln again? Was he a Republican or Democrat? I believe he was a Republican, 
Okay? Southern Democrats were the ones that caused the Civil War. That is fact. That is 100% fact. In fact, Andrew Johnson, right after um, Lincoln died, caused most of the slaves. He was a war Democrat. Don't get me wrong, okay? Because back then, you had one Republican, one Democrat to try to even out the playing field. So Lincoln chose a Democrat to run with him so that way he could gain um, more votes. So Andrew Johnson completely destroys it, puts all the people, all the slaves essentially back into the uh, fields working for less than minimum wage because it's not slavery as long as you're getting compensation. And it's like nothing's ever changed. Ulysses S. Grant comes in, who was a Republican, who was Lincoln's friend, and said, all right, let me try taking over. And unfortunately, Ulysses S. Grant didn't know how to play politics. He was a great general, but he didn't know how to play politics. And he had to change things around. He essentially destroyed the KKK, which was Democrats. It was created by Nathan Bedford Forrest. He was a Democrat, okay? So now we always go, and someone always argues this. They say, but the Democratic and the Republican Party have switched around. No, they have not switched. They have not switched, okay? That is so stupid. That's like saying all the cops in the world automatically switched on one specific date to thieves or to criminals. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> so, I mean, it, it's ridiculous. Now let's talk about what Gavin Newsom said, okay? Let's talk about this. It's stupid notion. I can't believe people still vote for Biden. I can't believe people still vote Democrat. It, it's honestly astonishing on how much you're brainwashed. Okay. People say inflation is normal. Yes. Inflation is normal at 1%. 1% is the inflation number for default. Okay. It raises every year at 1%, not 17%, not 8% a month. Okay. So it's 17%. I don't even believe, I think it's close to 50%. Okay. From when 2020, I think inflation went up to 50% since 2020, okay? Inflation, you read up? No, 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 okay? Joe Biden created 14 million jobs. Shut the freak up about this 14 million jobs. He did not. In fact, if we look at bi-monthly how much Trump made, he made um, 186,000 full-time jobs, okay? Full-time job, 186,000 full-time jobs per month, during, I believe, 2019 to 2020, okay, per month, Joe Biden created, if you want to claim uh, 14 million, because it's sort of true, it needs context, 14 million jobs, not necessarily, he actually created 126,000 jobs per month, okay, now you can't say that that is, let's see, 1, 10, so, I, no, I don't know, that doesn't count like 14 million, but let's say that, um, Let's say he created 14 million jobs, okay? They are not full-time jobs. 14 million jobs. I think they estimated 11 million of those jobs are part-time. 14% of people in the United States need to work two jobs to pay for this growing inflation. <sighs> so, he created more jobs because people need to work more jobs to live. With this increased insurance rate, with this increased interest rate, with this increased inflation rate, Joe Biden created a much larger, much larger job pool for people to 
get more jobs to work instead of spend time with their family. <sighs> you know, like, so anytime someone says he created 14 million job, jobs, you tell them that he created 14 million part-time jobs. Part-time, part-time, not full-time, okay? 13% or it's about 14% of Americans need to work two or more jobs to be able to sustain their life. Two or more. Does that sound like a booming economy to you? Doesn't sound like it to me. When, when back in the 50s, and I know this was a long time ago, but a husband or a father figure worked one job, the mom stayed home, cooked, cleaned, and took care of the kids. The father worked one job and managed to fund their kids, fund a car, fund their whole house. Now you need a two-parent household. Both, both parents need to have two jobs to fund their living conditions. Anyway, that's it for today. Thanks for listening. I'm Jamil Gabriel, and I'm signing off.